Hello and welcome to the What Are We Even Doing Here podcast, a podcast that seeks to answer the question of what are we even doing here from a biblical perspective. We are part of the Christian Podcast Community. Find so many great podcasts at christianpodcastcommunity.org. My name is Daryl, and the Word of God says in 2 Timothy chapter 4, I charge you in the presence of God and of Jesus Christ, who is the judge of the living and the dead, and by his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. As for you, always be sober-minded, endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. That is the word of God. You see, the Apostle Paul is telling young, young Timothy to preach the word. He's not just telling them, not just telling him, sorry, to preach the word. He's charging him in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus to preach the word. By his appearing in his kingdom, preach the word. So what's important to the Apostle Paul to make sure that that Peter knows what to do. It's to preach the word. The scriptures. Preach the scriptures. Preach Christ. Preach the gospel. You see, many churches these days aren't doing that. They're not preaching the word. The word's here. The word's there. But they're, they're preaching other things. But Paul doesn't say to do that. Paul tells them what's important. In 1 Corinthians, he tells them what's of first important. That what he delivered to him. The gospel. Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. He was buried and he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures, according to the word of God. That's what's important. And that's what we need to preach. That's what churches need to preach. That's what ministers of the word of God need to minister, need to preach. Preach the word. Exhort. That's what's most important. Preaching of the word of God. That's what changes hearts. That's what God uses to call his elect, to call them to repentance and faith. It's, it's the power. Paul writes in Romans, he's not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of salvation. The power of God to salvation, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. So it's the preaching of the word, preaching of the gospel, is what saves. And it's what, what saves is, is Jesus Christ, him crucified dead, buried, raised on the third day. That's it. It's that simple. But churches want to complicate things. They want to try to draw people in with something else, with, with other methods. And that's not what God tells us to do. God tells us to preach the word. Preach the word. Charges. Paul charges Timothy to preach the word. And not just himself. This isn't Paul isn't even saying this is this is me. This is this is a good idea, Timothy. This is this is my good idea. No, he charges him in the presence of God, and of Christ Jesus, who is the judge of the living and the dead. Th- this is important. This, Christ Jesus, who is the judge of the living and the dead, and his appearing in his kingdom, preach the word. W- when is when is Timothy to do this? When is any minister? of the gospel, of the word of God to do this. In season and out of season. Always be ready. Always be ready. He's telling Timothy. 
to reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. So, so the minister is to be patient with the Word of God, with others, with, with believers, with unbelievers, to be patient with them. Complete patience. Why? For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching. So people don't want to hear this. People, in, in, in back then, in, in Paul's day, before Paul's day, people didn't want, don't want to hear the word of God. Sinners don't want to hear the truth of God until they're born again. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching. They will not endure right teaching. But having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions. Their own passions. And we see that nowadays. It was, it was back then, and it is now. People want to hear what they want to hear. They want to hear, if you follow Jesus and have enough faith, you will get this or that. You will do this. The, you know, the prosperity gospel still is, is, is preached today. We have teachers, and I'll name names. There's people that we should avoid. We should mark and avoid. And it's the ones that are subtle about it. Yeah, I'm sure, you know, tons of people follow the obvious ones. We pray for them to repent of following that and, and know the true gospel. But, so, an obvious one would be like a Joel Olstein, right? It's pretty obvious. You know, this, this guy holds up his Bible and quotes it a few times when he preaches, but he's not preaching the true gospel. But it's the subtle ones that every so often will maybe get the gospel correct. We'll, we'll preach Christ crucified, dead, buried. But not always calling people to repent and believe that because they should, because they're commanded to. But calling them to believe that because, you know, they'll get something out of it. And they'll, they're real subtle about it. So I'm talking about like the Stephen Furtick's of the world where where he every so often maybe gets, preaches the right gospel. But the majority of the time in the clips that his ministry chooses to share it, are wrong. So be very careful of the Stephen Furtick's of the world. And if your friends or your family follow him, like him, share stuff from him, lovingly point out to them but you might run into them pushing back and pushing back against you and continue to pray you know continue to be solid and be bold in in warning them but be loving as well with with complete patience even here with complete patience be patient with them and I'm trying to be better at that over time I wasn't always patient I still often won't be patient but if we love our brothers and sisters in Christ, we need to point out to them these false teachers. Because Paul points it out. He points it out. And, and we want to hear the, the good things. And you know what? The gospel is the most beautiful thing. That Jesus Christ would die for sinners. That God would even send his son to die for sinners. Is Why do we need more than that? Why do we need to hear our life will be better on this this side of heaven? Like, it could be. Yeah, we could be blessed with that. But Paul, you know, was killed for his faith. The apostles were killed for their faith. So, I mean, that would have been a great message for them, right? Like, Peter, who who was martyred for his faith, for believing this and, and preaching about 
a man dying for our sins, rising from the dead. They actually saw him rise from the dead, and, and he's he's preaching this. He's being persecuted. It would have been much easier for him to say, believe on Jesus, and you know, wealth will come. Believe on Jesus, and we'll overthrow these, these Romans. But that's not what Peter preached. It's not what Paul preached. He, they preached Christ crucified, dead, risen, coming again. And that is sound doctrine. That is sound teaching. So having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions. And we see that today. And we'll turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. But here's the, the another charge that he gives to Timothy here. As for you, always be sober-minded, enduring suffering. Do the work of an evangelist. Fulfill your ministry. So pastors... Ministers of the word should be sober-minded. We should be clear-minded. They should be ready always to give a defense. We should all be ready to give a defense, to give an apology for what we believe. And we should endure suffering. When suffering comes, we need to endure it. We need to pray for endurance and do the work of an evangelist. So we must deliver, we must deliver this message, this, this message of the gospel, of truth, Sound doctrine, sound teaching. That's what we need to do. That's what ministers need to do. That's what churches need to do. It's just preach Christ crucified, dead, buried, risen, coming again. He's coming again to judge the quick and the dead. He's coming again to judge the living and the dead. This is a beautiful thing for the believer. But it's a scary, it should be a scary thing for the unbeliever. We should, they should be afraid to fall into the hands of a living God. He is a loving God. He is a God that sent his son to die on the cross to forgive our sins. And we must trust in him. He should destroy every single one of us. Every single one of us deserve to die. We deserve to be on the cross. But... He sent his son to take our place. And we must trust in him. We must turn. We must repent from our ways of self-righteousness, from our sin, from loving ourselves, and trusting in him. And, and being sanctified by the Holy Spirit. That's the only way. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by him. This is what needs to be preached this is sound doctrine. This is the gospel, the power of salvation. Not come to Jesus and he will make you a better father. Come to Jesus and he will make you a better husband or wife. Come to Jesus and your marriage will be better. And this or that will be better right now and you'll be healed. Come to Jesus and you'll be healed. Come to Jesus and give to the church and you will get money back. Somehow miracles of money will just flow into your pockets, sow a seed, and you'll you'll be rich, or this or that. Blessings may come on earth. Blessings may come on earth. You may be blessed. But you know what's the biggest blessing in the world is, or in the universe? And <laughs> the biggest blessing is that God would care enough about sinners to send his son to die for them and that anybody who believes 
can be saved, can have heaven, can have eternity with God forever. Blessings don't get any better than that. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. And that's it. What else do we need? What else do we need? Life is hard. There are struggles on this earth. You may be struggling right now if you're listening to this. But eternity is ahead, believer. Eternity with God forever. We may suffer now. But tomorrow is a new day that we may believe on Christ again. You are forgiven. You've trusted in Christ. Your sins are forgiven. Today, tomorrow, rest of your life on this earth, and then for eternity. You are a son. You are a daughter of God forever. You've trusted in Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit, regenerating your heart to believe. And now you're being sanctified, being made holy by the power of the Holy Spirit. And he's coming again to judge the living and the dead, the quick and the dead. And you will be found and you've already been found innocent not because you are innocent in yourself, but because you are covered with the righteousness of Christ. God looks at you, and you are justified by a holy God, by the power of God. You are saved from the wrath of God, and that is the best blessing ever. You are righteous in Christ. You are forgiven. Do you believe this? Do you believe that Jesus Christ died for you, rose for you, is coming again to bring you to himself? Believe this if you haven't. If you have, like I keep saying, tell someone, tell people. Tell them about this beautiful gospel of Jesus Christ, forgiveness forever, with him forever. If you want to hear, I'm, I'm going to do a recommendation for a, a podcast that talks about our assurance of salvation, our forgiveness in Christ. And they do it beautifully. They unpack the gospel beautifully, the, the gospel of free grace in Christ, not a moralistic gospel, not a come to Jesus, then do work to stay saved gospel, which is very popular as well, which is false. And that's something... I, I think our itching ears actually want to hear is, I'm saved, now I must do work. Because that's still a prideful thing. And it's hard to beat back that pride of trying to be self-righteous, trying to earn salvation and look in instead of look out to what has been done. But the, the podcast I'm speaking of is called The Pactum. Again, I'm recommending another podcast of of Baptists, but it is a good podcast. So check out The Pactum. Uh, I think it's packedem.com. But you can, you can find them wherever podcasts are found. And and just, just give them a listen. They explain the gospel beautifully. And it's it, it's a simple... The gospel is simple. I, mean, I don't think we think of it that way. I, I Maybe you do. And it, it's, it's that... But that's what's hard about it sometimes, believing, is that, that, that a holy God in Christ would die for our sins and then we believe that and even that belief is a gift the faith is a gift and it's just 
we want to keep working. Uh, yeah, I have the tendency to think like, oh, I have to do this. I have to, I didn't read my Bible today. I didn't do this today. And that we should be doing those things. But those things don't earn us salvation. People who are already saved, if you've believed, if you've believed on Christ, you are forgiven. And this is what we preach. This is what Paul was charging Timothy to preach, the gospel. Preach the gospel. And the other hard thing about, well, it's simple, but the hard thing that it's hard for people to believe is that we're sinners, that we need a Savior. Because who wants to be told they're a sinner? Who wants to be told something? Who wants, who wants to think of things they do all, all each day that the world says isn't sin? And now all of a sudden, you're hearing the gospel that you need to turn, you need, you need that you are a sinner, and you need a, a savior. That your sin deserves death. You might think, well, everybody's doing it. That doesn't matter. Your sin deserves death. The wages of sin is death. But the free gift of God is salvation in Christ. Because he has paid it. Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. Jesus saves. So I pray that, that you believe that. You've believed upon Christ. And if you have believed, tell the world. Call the world to believe on the gospel of Jesus Christ. To turn and believe. Repent and believe. It's that simple. It's that simple. So, check out all the podcasts in the Christian podcast community. Check out The Pactum, a, a fantastic podcast. And until next time, I pray that you continue to seek the kingdom of God and find out what we are even doing here. Grace and peace. Drive safe, Brady.